Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Seth. And this is Never TMI. Where we talk about real things. And nothing is ever off limits. Good day, everyone on the podcast. Good day, good day. We record from our room and <laughs> there's like the a lot more happening. So hopefully you guys don't hear the window. it. Um, well, hello. Everyone? I hope everybody's doing so well. I know. I love when we go live on this. It's like... It just, it feels uh, it, like it, it's like we're literally this. not talking to anyone right now, but like it, it feels like it, like knowing that people will hear now, this, you know? it's like, oh, it just feels intimate and special. Yeah, it is. It's like, like, okay, here we go. This space of conversation with people, even though it's just between yeah. us, but it's like, it's kind of a cool yeah. phenomenon. Absolutely. Um, All right. Let's jump into this one. Oh, Okay. Oh, did you have something to say? I love how <laughs> you're like, we need to work on just like easing into it. Maybe do, talk, chatting up a little bit. And the past few times you've been like, okay, we're going to get right into that, it. Though. Okay. This, uh, let's uh-huh. side conversation. Yeah. Let's talk about podcasting for a yeah. second. <laughs> if anyone is interested in what it's like to do a podcast, yeah, I think we can give you a very... yeah you want to go first i mean you what do you have in my oh what what is it like (laughs) podcasting jackie yes jackie jackie what is it like (laughs) to be famous no i'm kidding what to be (laughs) to have a podcast like what is it like to have a podcast definitely doesn't feel famous that's for sure oh that's funny literally no um it is like it's so funny because when I listen to other podcasts, I'm like, which I think of it's famous funny. People. <laughs> when I think of podcasts, I think of famous people, and I just think people who like deserve nowhere. a platform. <laughs> and I think, like we're like, is anyone there? <laughs> um, no, I feel like I just I I probably have like a a, a, a newfound appreciation for people who i listen to like i really don't listen to many podcasts actually like i'm not a podcast person give me your top like three podcasts. tim ross hands down the basement tim ross the basement if you haven't listened to that i mean he he knocks my socks off blows me away every time he his and and you know you you know you're doing it well when you can sit and listen to someone for two and a half hours like his his are so long but I adore him. He used to be a pastor. I think he stepped down literally months ago um, and is like podcasting now, which is so cool. But he's just so real and has just the best conversation if I'm cleaning or whatever. Um, You didn't ask for all this, but I love him. And then to take a sharp left, probably Emma Chamberlain. Um, Again, I think I'm just drawn to like real real raw authentic people like that's it emma chamberlain she is unapologetic and funny and like i don't even agree with half the things she says but i respect her honesty and openness and just like she's hilarious to me um i just think she's amazing and i love hearing her perspective because she's so like it's her perspective it's like her it's Emma Chamberlain's perspective. No. 
And that I really love. And the, her, the topics she talks about are literally so random. Um, and yeah, it, it's just like curiosity. So probably them too. But again, I'm not a podcast person. Pardon? Them too. Those two. Those two, them too. <laughs> I know. Um, I love them though. And I don't, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's been interesting. I feel like when I listen to ours back, if I do, like, I don't even think I do it anymore. Cause I'm just like, I can't even <laughs> like all I do is sit there and just nitpick myself. But, um, it's interesting. You know, it's like, you want, you want to be like catching, you want it to be interesting and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you're just like, who knows if this will appeal to anybody, but this is where I'm at. And yeah. well, that's I what know. I love about podcasts because, just chatting. It's just like I listen to, like I, when I think of podcasts, I think of big people like Joe Rogan. You know, I don't even know who that is. Tim Ross, I think his is great. Even uh, what's another great one? I don't listen to that often, but uh, the Unashamed podcast with the Duck Dynasty people. Oh yeah, they they've done like a great job with theirs. Mm. Sean and Andrews is is great mm, as well. Mm-hmm. So like I think of like big time people like that or like really doing it like big names but then there's also those podcasts of like and i think i listen to a lot of sermons on podcasts mm-hmm. but like pastors that miss johnson for you people you would have no idea who these people are yeah but they're like change your life but yeah it's like i found this niche person who yeah just i really enjoy the way that they do it and like the content that they're producing like i can relate with it it's real it's educational like whatever it is and that's the thing not all podcasts are the same Uh like some are education some are pleasure some are you know anywhere in between and so that's i do think that's the cool thing about it i think too for us like i think at first it was like never tmi relationship like that was the lane it felt like we kind of had to stay in and that at least in my brain it was like okay this is what people care about but I feel like and that's important and I do feel like there's a place for that Mm -hmm. on this podcast and will always be oh for sure but I feel like lately I've been like what else there's so many other things that we're talking about and going through and living through and thinking about so many things happening in our world like I don't want to just shy away from those things because it's not relationship related. Um, like there's so many things I'm passionate about that have nothing to do with our relationship. You know what I mean? So I feel like, um, I feel like we're, we're kind of more or leaning towards exploring like, okay, like we don't need to be so like bound by this topic. Like let's talk about other things and yeah, I think our lane is like real, being real, and that about can, all of it that can cover different stuff. Yeah, and so, yeah, but I guess to get back to the original question, mm-hmm. creating a podcast is way harder than I thought it would ever be, <laughs> and we don't even do all the work. <laughs> and we literally, yeah, yeah. Shout out to family, family made, made man. Uh, but it's just I like it. I don't know the light, like the. The fitting struggles it in. of life uh-huh. with kids, fitting it in in the workday, like it, mm-hmm. like, and that's that's especially with us where we don't have a babysitter, we don't right. They're not in school. Like Kennedy's 
what turns four in September is not in school, which kind of makes me like stress a little, but. But then you think about like all the, and we've had so many like audio issues. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like we the, will send full the blown. Time, <laughs> the time we've spent in actually making is, uh-huh. is probably double of what's produced because yeah. of <clears throat> audio issues. Like you don't know it until you. And every time it's one that we're like, that was so good. Like, man, I'm excited about this one. And then they're like, hey, Jackie. And we're <laughs> so not even sorry. the editing. No. Like, there's Family editing made time. team. There's, they they do it all and they're incredible. Yeah. But they're like, hey, Jackie. So none of the audio was picked up. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? But then um, even like content creation. Yeah. And, and this is, you know, so, it, it yeah. comes with it. But just as as we do this more these are things that i had i did not think about so if you yeah. want to start a podcast i would just hire somebody think, have a team have a team for sure but think too like it is it's work to come up with content like to yeah. know what your lane is like we're talking about and then to to be able to speak into that or yeah. like prepare something find in, the balance of like hoping this helps somebody but also just having conversation like that's right. hard because we could have an incredible conversation. People are like, this literally is pointless to me. No. But absolutely to the creative part, it's like we don't have like a creative create. director. Exactly. Right. It's like, what are we going to talk about today? You know, let's start thinking throughout the week. Like, what can we, and I should probably do a better job of like asking like, we what do you guys want to hear about? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. We, needless to say, if you haven't picked up the point already. If you're here, we're very thankful that you're here. Yes. And it means a lot to and us. we really enjoy this experience. Yes. Even though it's been a bit more challenging. Yes, and then when this baby comes, woof! Who knows? That's going to look like. We should interview her on the podcast one day. Right, just let her cry. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I'm nervous for, but it's fine. It's going to be great, and you guys will just be along for the ride with us. Um, but today we kind of just wanted to like up, up, I mean, give you guys some real life updates, um, things that we've been thinking about and talking about that I haven't shared, um, anywhere that have, I mean, I, I like, I'm like the least private person I know. So Seth and I are opposite. He's pretty private. So like if ever there's like a conversation about something, I'm like ready to tell the world and it's in its first stage. And Seth is like, literally please don't say anything until we've made the decision yet. Um, so I like, I hate when people are like, I can't tell you. Yeah. But something exciting is happening. Um, but we, it, nothing exciting is happening. We just <laughs> want to just update you guys. Like I haven't not on purpose. I haven't like purposefully not shared these things, but They've just been like recent conversations, thoughts, struggles. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of it is just like where we're at. Yeah, like in life. In life and kind of like what the, not the big str- things are. Not struggle, right, but just like things that we're wrestling with right now. Yeah, like the landmines, I would say, in our relationship and life. I wouldn't even say they're all landmines, but it's just like I feel like we've kind of hit this season of life where – I don't know. It's like it's kind of like ooh. It's just kind of like it. a lack of satisfaction from yeah. just regular day to day life. Yeah, and so it's like 
I feel like we've hit that spot a few times, and mm-hmm. we, I don't know, I think the last time we did, we, what did we do? We went to Coronado. Yeah. Uh, it was, Seth got really sick. Oh, yeah. This was two was. years ago. Seth got really sick with COVID, um, like, late. It was, like, late in the game when everyone was not really getting sick anymore. And I think it was, like, that, that like, second round. I don't, I don't know you know how it all works but i just know he tested positive for covid and it was awful like it it literally almost took him out and i don't say that dramatically he ended up with pneumonia literally couldn't walk there were times i walked in and he was on the floor like out of the shower like in the room and just um it was really scary and it was like three weeks of just i think evan was a few months old and it was just a rough time and so yeah that was kind of the last time that we were like oh just a perspective shift happened and it was actually Seth's idea and lord knows I jumped on that really fast and was like this never happens you need a trip great let's go and so we went to California for a month um and that was just it was like the thought of and I think the hardest thing about COVID, honestly, was the isolation. Yeah. Just like for three weeks, not getting to really interact mm-hmm. and being in your thoughts. But mm-hmm. it, it it made me question, like, is what Everything. I'm doing in life really worth it? Yeah. And I feel like we're kind of at, a, at that space now. Yeah. I guess it started, I think we mentioned this, but probably three weeks ago now, we got a set of washer and dryers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> which yeah. was way too way too long and overdue yeah and so three hundred dollars facebook marketplace they were great but that it came with a little issue yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't know if i would fully recommend i know that. right <laughs> <laughs> i know um we'll get into that continue sorry but essentially so we've been able to catch up on too much laundry and in mm-hmm. doing so we've been essentially Basically decluttering our entire home. Decluttering our Nesting. <laughs> yeah, and definitely Jackie's in the nesting phase for sure with uh, this baby on the way. But it's like we see so much, mostly a lot of it's clothes, but just stuff that we have accumulated over time. Yeah. And it just makes you feel like gross. It's like. And this is after have- like giving away 15 bags of clothes and I'm like, I still have unbelievable amounts of laundry to do. Like, how is this possible? Things we haven't seen in so long. Like, it, in going through everything. Yeah, it's been shocking. It's just like. And the sad part is it's not even like. <laughs> it's not like quality stuff. It's just no, like. These aren't like heirlooms or anything. <laughs> it's <just> like Amazon <laughs> it's just stuff. Like stuff that you accumulate. Yeah over time so yeah so we basically there's this documentary too that we've been watching that i think is pretty big because it was in like the top 10 um on netflix but it's called how to get rich and we started watching it or like i started watching it i think seth was like in the kitchen maybe getting some work done or something and then just it kind of caught his eye too and we were like this is actually really good um and just a quick summary for those who don't know like what it 
is about. It's essentially just this, I don't know if he's, I mean, he's clearly in finance, but maybe he's a financial advisor, I think. Um, but he's just helping a bunch of different people in different phases of life, different ages, demographics, whatever, with their finances and just helping them to see and understand like whether you make $500,000 a year or, you know, $40,000 a year, you can have a rich life. And like, what does that mean? Um, how can we get you out of debt? How, like, what are, what are, where are the, the holes in your spending and saving and debt and income and all that kind of stuff? Um, and how can we like patch those and fill those and, and get you in like a healthy financial position? So there's like people who really wanted to buy a home and, so she buys a home and she's like, can't even afford hot water. So it's been six months and she doesn't have hot water. And it's like, she thought buying a home was like, man, I made it. So I really wanted to buy this home and she just can't afford it. She's living like above her means every month and all that kind of stuff. So that's just an example. There's so many of them, but, um, we really took like little nuggets from each episode and we're still kind of going through it. We're not like huge. I don't know. We have like three shows that we're switching back and forth between, but um, that was definitely eye-opening. And I would say the biggest conversation that came from that was number one, like Seth just said, like we look around and we're like, wow, we've, we have all this stuff. We literally moved into this house. A lot of things we saved for a lot of things we were just like, let's just do this. We're eating at our kids' craft table. Like, it's been three months. Let's just, you know, fill up this place with some furniture. Um, so we look around and it's like those things that I, uh, those things I love, but it's like, was it the wisest thing? Or our rent, like, are we paying so much for rent? Like, is there a way we can kind of pay less for rent or um, get rid of some things. Sell like Seth was talking about selling our Peloton. Like we're literally just like, okay, we have a lot of stuff. We're kind of living at the top of our means. We don't have a stable income. Obviously what I do, Seth does. And he praise the Lord. Like we're able to like take care of expenses off of his paycheck, but mine is kind of all over the place. So it's like, we're like using the credit card sometimes, because we know it's coming. Um, so yeah, all of that kind of led to like this big, um, idea of like, what if we got a tiny house? Like what if we stopped renting? You know, my parents just bought a house. They've got a ton of land on it. So we were like, what if we just like bought a tiny home? And this is something we thought about years ago before we even had kids yeah when we were in california yeah but it, it's really and there's a great book out there called the ruthless elimination of hurry um i think the author is well i'm not gonna embarrass myself <laughs> i know that's what the mm -hmm. book is called mm -hmm. it is a it's a it's written by a pastor um but it's it's a great book that questions like lifestyle and the pursuit of you know things and i think really you know as you're saying all this mm -hmm. <clears throat> i think the underlying theme to all of it is like this 
this lack of peace that we yeah. have created because we're, you know, we're, we're busy. We're, yeah. and, and this goes for striving. Like, it's not even just striving, but it's, I think something that's really hard that a lot of people, us included, I'm like, I'm, I'm talking about us, but we just can overbook our schedules. Mm-hmm. And so it's, and the busier we are, we think sometimes that is being productive or yeah, like we're just, we're out here grinding and that's like, but for what? And it's like, yeah. and to, I don't know, I feel like we've just been questioning a lot of like, is this really worth it? Mm-hmm. Is the, the lack of peace worth it? Is the, the financial stress worth it? And a lot of it yeah. is like, these are things that we're kind of in the, the time sacrifice. Yeah. And so it's like, <clears throat> like finances, you know, we were learning about that, that we need a bigger cushion. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we looked at Dave Ramsey's program and he always says have an emergency fund. So we did that, but our emergency fund wasn't big enough because of our, you know, um, our income isn't like regulated. Yeah. And so like it's, it's just inconsistent. Like, and so there's been like a lot of growing and learning pains through that. And we're, I think we're figuring that out, but mm-hmm. then we're asking the question through the up, through the ups and downs. It's like, is this really worth it? Like, yeah. And I think living beneath your means is one of the biggest yeah. things that we've taken away, even from the show that you mentioned, but just like, you know, are we living beneath our means? Mm-hmm. And even from, for our children's sake, yeah. like for Kennedy and Evan. Yeah. You know, because part of the part of the things we're doing is we're also just going through their toys. And yeah. it's like, you know, we've got a toy bin downstairs, a toy bin upstairs. A whole chest uh, of toys up here. Yeah, and it's just like. For what? They don't play with half of these toys. I would say there's maybe 3% of toys that they kind of go to every day. And I know, I know there's that whole like. There's like a bunch of uh, theories of around like kids' toys and how you can like switch them out. And it like, I don't know, it's not even good for their brains is what I'm trying to say to have like so many many options options. of all these different toys. And it's just waste and all the kind of stuff. And that's another, I feel like that's like another concept that we've just been wrestling with. It's like the stuff that we have. And like, it's hard because I do... I do really appreciate our things. Like I think Absolutely. Um it I don't I don't think anything not anything. That's dramatic, but um like when I look around our home, I'm like, oh I'm really proud of this and I'm really thankful for this and it's like something that I think every day I can say that I'm like, Wow, thank you, Lord, that we like have all this and it's not, you know, lost on us that it's like a gift and a blessing that we have the things that we have and have been able to get the things that we have but but anyway Seth is leaving tonight he's going on a guy's trip which I'm so excited for it he's it's well well deserved but we're kind of even just talking because like I like he's been super busy lately I feel like I've been busy, but like my priorities are a little off or like just the reality setting in of like, okay, I am 
like my kids don't go to school. We don't have a nanny. Like I am full-time mom, but I also have a job like that. I need to put effort towards and all that kind of stuff. Um, and want to, like, I love it, but it's been hard lately just like finding this balance. And I feel like our life lately has just looked like a stress ball. Yeah. Chaotic with our kids. And then, you know, I go to bed and I'm like, okay, we watch a show. We'll put away laundry or something. It's just like, ugh, like this is not what I want. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Talking about like our dream. And I can't, I, I think I mentioned this previously. It might've not been in this, but um, like this vision that we have of like our dream life of just being together and, I think both Seth and I are pretty like, <laughs> I don't want to use the word clingy because that sounds negative, but like we both, we, we love to be around each other. We love, and I'm so thankful for that. Like that he is my absolute best friend. Um, our kids, like Lord willing, they, I mean, they're our friends, but you know, obviously we're in the teacher parent phase right now. But, like, I love my family. I love being with my family. I love being with Seth and spending time with him. And it's, like, we have this dream to travel and be together and experience life and do all these amazing things. And, like, the season that we're in right now is feels really stressful and feels, like, a lot. And I think we're just trying to figure out like okay like this is necessary if we want to do that one day you know like this is a a necessary part of it's not just going to fall on our lap but like do we need to shift the vision a little bit because like is this worth it like um feeling so stressed and feeling so behind and feeling like I'm failing in every single area like is this is is this worth it like what if we simplified like would we feel better? Is is it because we are living at like the top of our means that we just feel like we need more, 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 even though we have more than enough. Like it's just a very interesting, um, like that's just kind of, those are the conversations we've been having just cause it's like, it's a lot. Yeah. And I think too, something that I've realized and it, I love this episode you guys probably, <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys probably don't, but place. this is a great time, like, for us to debrief and, yeah. like, um, I think these podcasts do probably more for Jackie and I than it does for yeah. those listeners. But we, so I sincerely hope that you guys can even take yeah. one thing away from this, like that. To me, that's what I do love about podcasts too. Is like, yeah, I can listen to something and I enjoy it, but there's. I try to take one thing away from yeah. the thing I read or listen to. And it's like, if I can take that one thing and apply it to my life and make yeah. my life that much better, then it's, that's been absolutely yeah. worth it for me. But just, um, <clears throat> it's like, and everything is relative. Everything that we're talking about is relative. So like, you know, last year we mentioned we had our best year financially mm-hmm. relative. I'm like, I know that, well, it's real. Yeah, it's everybody makes a different amount. Like what someone might feel as a ton of money might be not a, a lot for. It. So it's irrelevant. But for us, 
but it was like, our best year. Right. But then having been on both extremes to yeah. say like at our best from mm-hmm. a, you know, financial standpoint, we got to move out of our in-laws house to a house. Mm-hmm. Like we're feeling like this is, like is we're doing the it. fullest life that we've lived together mm-hmm. since we've been married for mm-hmm. six years now compared to the bottom where it's like, you know, we're on unemployment. We're moving in with our in-laws. Yeah. Like no job, literally no income. Yeah. And so it's just like, I feel like at both extremes, mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm still being pointed back to a God in a sense mm-hmm. that like my fulfillment, I'm not fulfilled having nothing mm-hmm. and I'm not fulfilled having lots of things like yeah. in both scenarios I feel like I'm still looking for something in life. Yeah. And so just it's hard or it, it's interesting to me how God can use both. Yeah. to draw us closer to him. Yeah. And so and and I think that's really the purpose and the longing that I know at least I feel. It's like I I have this desire to have peace. Yeah. in myself, in my marriage, in yeah. our home. Like that is just a a natural part of priority who I am. yeah but then also just like relationship or relationally like having peace is and understanding that like it's not that it's not these things that are fulfilling like yeah and so I think that's really where we're kind of at in terms of like I don't know feeling this it's almost like an urge to simplify mm-hmm. and I, I will say I'm there's probably no scientific evidence to this, but <laughs> as Jackie feels throughout a pregnancy, I really, I, I really feel like I experience some of the same symptoms. <laughs> like I know that sounds way. No, out I think there, there is scientific. But it's like there are certain things along. Like she might yeah. be in a spell of like headaches, and I never get headaches, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, why do I have a headache? Or yeah. like this nesting phase. Like, and I'm yeah. sure it's the commonality of like, oh, you're doing this. Like, I'm going to do exactly. It with you. it's but like then one I get of us is sparking the like, other. Wow, we I do want to nest. I do want to clean the house. Like, <laughs> or like the chiropractor's like, Jack, you need to go to the chiropractor. And he's like, Can I go to the chiropractor? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> like, oh, I need you to rub my back. So yeah, I don't know, but that I just feel like that urge to simplify has really been. Uh, yeah, and nothing at the end of the day for either of us, like nothing is worth our relationship, our peace, our joy, our um, freedom in a sense. Like nothing to us, like when we fought, when we like hit a point where we're like, oh, this doesn't seem to be working. Like this seems like it's a lot and something kind of needs to change. Um, then we're like, all right then something's got to change because that I think is part of, and I think we've all, that's, I'm, I'm so thankful because I feel like that comes with both of our desires, both of our desire. I don't know. Um, to have something great to experience life in whatever way that looks like ends up looking like, for the sake of like our family, our joy, our peace, our, you know, relationship with the Lord, like we're kind of willing to do whatever it takes. And 
I love that so much, you know? Yeah. Um, and, but this like uneasiness and this, like these conversations of like a tiny home or, um, should we homeschool? Like, should, like, which that's a whole other conversation. And we have no idea. Like we, we literally have no idea. We see nothing. That's such a lie. I was to say, we see nothing wrong with the school system. That's not true. We see a lot of issues, but we are not like opposed to sending our kids to school um, at all. Um, there's pros and cons to both options. I'll say that, but we can talk about that another time. Either way, it's like, we're kind of like, what do we need to do? Are there changes we need to make? Do I need to quit my job? Do you need to get a different job? Like whatever, whatever is necessary. Do we just need a perspective and like a heart shift? Do we, and that's kind of a conversation we literally had this morning because I've been so stressed and just feeling like, and just the way that I, I am and the way that I process stress is like pretty personal. Like I'm not like, I feel like I'll always let Seth know, like I'll always communicate to him. Like I'm having a really hard time, but like in a day it's like right there. And I'm just trying to just like do what I need to do regardless. But it's just like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Like this is really hard. So I feel like every day has kind of just been like, okay, like I feel stressed. I feel overwhelmed. I feel like I don't have the grace to do. I know that I have it, but it doesn't feel like it. And like, I know that I have the grace for today and I know I need to operate in that, but like my patience, it's like, it just feels like a lot and then work and this and that. And so even this morning, it's like, do, do we, do I need the perspective shift? Like, is this season that we're in fine and I just need to toughen up or, wake up a little earlier or whatever it's like I feel like we're sort of trying to figure out what needs to change if something needs to change um but I also appreciate it just because I feel like that is part of the work that comes with you know and the intentionality that comes with um something that you want to succeed so even a relationship it's like if I see some holes in my marriage or if I see something's not working or you kind of are bitter with me or you have an attitude when I come home at the end of the day, like something's clearly off. Mm -hmm. How much do I care about this thing to be great? Because I can let this go. I can let this stay like this forever. Like we can continue to live like this or I can we can do something about it. So let's like get to that root and it's scary to do sometimes, but it's also necessary. So I feel like that's kind of where we're at, but it's like a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, you touched on it, but my last point would probably be, and I think we, I, I, I saw this in the documentary that we're watching on Netflix. What's it called again? How to get rich. How to get rich. It's about money, but it's also about, like, life. Yeah. But in it, there's, like, this common theme of, like, questioning the status quo. Mm-hmm. And, like, what... Cause I think the guy the guy is... Uh, his name's Remit Sethi. And, um... Wow, I'm shocked you remember that. I don't, I, I don't know I why. I had no idea. 
But he he asked the question. He's like, "What does your rich life look like?" Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, it's it's defined. Your rich life isn't defined by you or or I'm sorry, money. It's not defined by society, but it's defined by you. Where I think we live in a culture where we let society define so many things, mm-hmm. and then we just get caught up in it. And I think that's, you know, that's kind of what we're talking about today is like we have this feeling that like we're caught up in the the societal norms mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like it's fitting well or fitting right. No. And so now it's now we're in the middle of like question, OK, now do we just need to like get used to it? Like, is it a like, did I just go from wearing Goodwill suits to getting a custom suit now that? feels way better even though it's different Mm -hmm. or is it not fitting and i'm i need to get out of it Mm -hmm. so like that's kind of where we're at Mm -hmm. but i definitely think there's a lot of things and like one of the examples someone wanted to buy a house and he's like he's challenging them to say is buying a house like buying a house is the american dream but is that really the best thing for you in your situation Mm mm-hmm And so we, and I was like, well, I've grown up always thinking like you buy a home, you get a job, you go work 40 hours a week, you buy a house, you, you know, whatever. And that's life. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know. I I think it's, it's very healthy for us to challenge the status quo. Yeah. And not that you have to turn your whole life upside down, Mm -hmm. but I do think it's important to seek peace in your life. And if you. Like just be intentional with listening, yeah, to yourself and to your spirit and to your spouse to say like, oh, what are the things that you keep telling me or keep bringing to yeah. the table? Yeah, because that it like I don't know that could really change your life. Like, yeah, and the whole tiny house thing, we we have no idea if that's something we're gonna do. Yeah, but I think right be to be yeah that would literally change our lives drastically. Drastic, and. I don't know. Like you, it, it, it takes one decision though that could re- change the trajectory of your mm-hmm. life. And it could be, I don't like what I'm doing and I'm going to take a step of faith and go try something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And maybe that's the most fulfilling thing. And maybe you fall flat <laughs> in your face and it's the best learning experience you've ever yeah. had. Like, you know, those are, that's the risk of life. But, mm-hmm. I just feel like there is so much more to life than just living the status quo because who mm-hmm. said the status quo is the right thing to do? And, and not to say that yeah. there isn't wisdom in that, but it's like No, I there's think it's so many to challenge that. Yeah, there's so many studies even I was literally watching a video last night about like just the differences in like American culture compared to like just other cultures of, around the globe. And how mentally unstable we are and how work and money driven we are. And it's like it just even though it's normal to us, like there's other ways, not better or worse ways. Uh, Well, yes, there are better ways. Um, But that's not to say like what we're doing is terrible um, or what you're personally like what your life looks like is not a good thing. But like. I don't know. Like I, I would say to not 
if your spouse has something to say, or if there's something in you that's kind of stirring, like, don't be so quick to shoot it down just because it's uncomfortable or it's different or your friend or your mom might be like, Oh, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, um, don't like make sure it's you at the end of the day, who's deciding what you want for your life. Cause it's literally your life. Um, nobody else's. And so I think that's important. And even like, I don't know, like Seth said, like paying attention to those discomforts and maybe, um, maybe just a conversation comes out of it. But like you said, maybe it literally a decision that changes your life comes out of it. And, um, whatever is worth it to you at the end of the day, it it can be worth anything like for, for us. I feel like to me, anything is worth it. Anything is worth a shot, a try, a consideration, a conversation. I'm never going to look at Seth and be like, no, that's stupid. Like, I don't want to do that. That sounds crazy. How terrible, how uncomfortable, how awful would that be? It's like, all right, let's talk about it. Cause why not? Like I, if something isn't working here, let's change something. And last thing, um, there was this video that I watched. It was this dad who like sent his, um, daughter to like to school. I think she was maybe like four or five or something. Um, maybe even younger, but either way, sent her to school and like day after day, like he's bawling in the car, she's bawling. And he's like, this is not getting easier. Like there's something about this. I don't like that just feels wrong. And of course it's hard sending kids to school, but for him, he's like, this isn't, this is not okay with me. Like this isn't normal. This isn't working. And everyone is different. So not everyone is going to feel amazing sending their kids to school. Not everyone is going to feel at peace homeschooling or, or capable or, not everyone's gonna have the desire to homeschool their kids. Not everyone's going to have the desire to go live off the grid and, and teach your kids with nature, like whatever. My point is what's right for someone might not be right for someone else. And he was just like, I couldn't do it anymore. And there were people that said, no, it gets better. It gets better. And he's like, this isn't getting better for me though. So he's like, I can make a decision and pull her out and homeschool her and do something different that works for me. Or I can continue to like hope that this works out, even though I'm not feeling good about it, but other people are telling me that it gets better and it's okay. And this is normal. He's like, like there was clearly something in him that was just like, for you, this is fine for me. It's not fine. So I have to do something for me for the benefit of my family and my peace and my daughter so he took her out of school and it's been incredible and um it's just like an example of like every everyone is so different so who's to say that like yeah the american dream you go to school you or yeah you go to school you get a good job you buy a home you have however many kids you whatever it's like Who's to say that that is for you, that that is going to work for you, that that's what you want. And if you don't want it, something's wrong with you or off. Like if you just don't feel good about 
you know, maybe you and your husband make a ton of money or you and your spouse make a ton of money, but like something's off in your relationship or something doesn't feel right about it. And, and like, I don't know. It's like, okay, it, it sounds crazy for one of you guys to leave your job and make less, but like you guys feel better about it. So be it, you know, there's no right answer when it comes to like, if it's working for you, yeah. you know, and, and that's, I think that's a great point is that it's not that the system is good or bad necessarily, but is it good or bad for you? Yeah. And the way that you are using it, are you using it for your advantage or are you abusing it and it, it's abusing you? And, and I think that's why I keep hearing this voice in my mind. That's like, when I say don't like, I, I would strongly say challenge the status quo, like mm -hmm. whatever you do, mm -hmm. I would, I would challenge it. And I, I even really think religion, like, mm -hmm. and I think when I think of that, I hear like, almost like a parent's voice be like, Oh, don't challenge it. Like, mm -hmm. it's just like, this is the way that it is. But until you, yep. and now being a parent, I almost would rather my child challenge it. And yep. to the point that they can take it and understand it for themselves as yeah. opposed to not. Absolutely. As opposed to just blindly being led or following into something, mm -hmm. because until you do that, you, you're not going to have an ownership of it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be working for that thing as opposed to having that thing work for you. Mm -hmm. And so just, I, I would, I would strongly encourage anyone. And I'm, I really, I'm speaking more to Kennedy and Evan right now of just like, if you, if you want to go out and try something, obviously with caution, like. I'm going to give you the facts. I'm, yes. But like. I would rather you go out and learn it and make the mistakes for you to then to have actually learned and gained mm -hmm. something as opposed to just doing something because someone told you mm -hmm. to do it. And that's how society wants us to do it. And it's yeah, like if you, you believe me, if no. you can trust me and you know, like, okay, mommy said this and I believe her and I, I don't want to try that because I, but it's like, if that's your reasoning, great. But if your reasoning is, I, you know, mommy said, and, and I don't really know if that's the truth or not. I like, no, go ahead. <laughs> but even like, us as adults, like I'm thinking absolutely. Just from, you know, the generation of my parents to myself to now our kids, like, yeah, I, I want to challenge things. Because well, that's what I we had to do, you know? Right? And if I don't do it though, then it, it's just like, oh, I'm just trying to take someone else's model and apply it to my life and mm -hmm. hope that I get the same results that they do. Yeah. And when I try that, it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work for me. Or at least it doesn't work as well as it might appear to be working for them. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. I like it. Um, yeah. That's, that's all we have for you. Today. Also, side note before we sign off here, um, our washer dryer came with like a plethora of bugs. <laughs> <laughs> that German cockroaches. German cockroaches that... Thankfully, it wasn't like an infestation, but it was like, oh, we all of a sudden got these and now I'm scared to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because there's a cockroach in the bathroom. And so we had the pest control people come and I think they handled it because there's like no new ones. But man, that 
What's what we get for paying three hundred for a no. set? And the one that came was literally not even the one in the picture. Like I was trying to tell him to take it back, and Jackie's like, "No, like, we your, need a washer dryer." We do, and I'm thankful. And I'm thankful. Into this I know, I know, but it's worth it. I wouldn't trade it for the world because I mean, I would trade it for a brand new pair of washer dryer, but that's not an option here. So. If it's between this and not having one, I'm so thankful we have one. Touche. Um, but yeah, it, that was um, <clears throat> just like a funny thing that we were like, you got to be kidding me. Like, why, why, why? But um, we appreciate you guys listening and hope you can take anything from this. Um, we're just, yeah, these, these are kind of the things that we're thinking about and conversations we're having. I'm so sad yep. you're leaving. Seth's leaving tonight. I said that already, but he's gone till like Sunday, which doesn't matter to you. But um, (laughs) who knows what day? I'm Seth. Stop (laughs) cutting me off. Okay. Anyway, it's just because he he has to pack and he's nervous. Okay. No, I don't. It's just our children are gonna wake up. That's probably that children come in. How rude can you be? Okay, ready. I forgot our <laughs> sign off now. I'm, Again, Seth, I'm Seth. And I'm Jackie. This is never TMI. And we're, we're signing abruptly off. signing off. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>